Welcome to Aging in Place Strategies and Answers with Linda Prio. Will it be possible to remain in my home as I age? Do I feel safe in my home? How do I figure out how much support I will need when my health needs start to change? What if I decide to move into a community instead? Which community will meet my needs now and in the future? Who will play a role in helping me with decision-making? Do you ask yourself these same questions? Aging in Place Strategies and Answers can help you gain practical knowledge that will help you create your own Aging in Place Roadmap. If you are already a care partner, a power of attorney, or in crisis mode with your Aging in Place strategy, you will learn what you need to know that you don't know. For over 20 years, I have been marketing Aging in Place services to clients and educating families and healthcare professionals in how to put aging in place strategies into place. When you utilize aging in place, you are allowed to choose where you want to live and make those decisions so that you can retain your quality of life. for joining me today on Aging in Place Strategies and Answers. Are you planning to to extend an invitation to have your senior family members visit during the holidays? Please join me in thinking through some potential challenges you might experience when you think about inviting seniors or someone with special care needs such as hearing, vision, or mobility into your home for the holidays. Thinking ahead helps you feel on top of the situation and helps preserve the dignity of the person who needs extra care. At the end of your holiday visit, you will know that you did your best. Inviting your aging parents or aging family members to join you for the holidays is one of the most beautiful gifts you can give. However, Failure to plan and accommodate the special needs required by this visit will produce added stress. Let's start with travel. How will your person get to the holiday celebration? Will they be flying? Will the person traveling be able to book the airline reservation and pay for the reservation online? Will they be aware of new travel restrictions and how to check in? And are you going to prepare them for that process? Do you know what that process is or where you can get that information? Is there a time of day that will work best for them to fly into the city in which you live or to make the extra connections that they will need to make in order to get to where you live. Sometimes wheelchair assistance is a huge help, but it will need to be booked ahead of time and it will need to be available when their flight arrives at each gate. Can the person who is traveling by air, toilet, alone? Make sure the person flying and you have thought through what that could look like as well as 
if there should be an incontinence episode. It is better to be prepared than not be prepared. Will they need help thinking through what additional items they will need to have available to them when they come to your house? Remind them to bring their prescriptions. If they have sleep machines or oxygen, in addition, they might need you to purchase incontinence supplies so they don't have to pack them. And of course, what kind of weather will they experience when they are in your town? Does it really make sense that the person who is preparing for their stay or preparing a meal be the one who is also in charge of pickup at the airport? Sometimes when people ask how they can help, we don't always know what to say, but hopefully you will remember when someone has said that to you and this is a perfect opportunity for them to assist you by picking up your person who is traveling in and arriving at the airport. Maybe your loved ones are not flying and they're traveling by car. Well, here are some questions we need to consider if that is the situation. Can the person traveling by car enter and exit the car safely? If they need assistance getting in and out of the car, what kind of assistance do they need? Does their mobility equipment load easily into the car? Do you have room for it? A transport wheelchair is much lighter and easier to stow away than a regular wheelchair. What about bathroom stops? Many families carry a comfort bag in case there is an incontinence accident. It's better to be prepared. Plastic bags, wipes, depends, change of underwear, even an extra pair of pants that match the outfit, possibly even socks. When you're prepared, you always feel like you have what the person needs and preserves their dignity. Will your loved one be staying at a hotel? Well, if they're going to be staying at a hotel, will you need to reserve an ADA room so that the entryways are wide, the counters are lower, and the toilet is at the right height? My husband and I recently traveled and we found out that there's very few ADA rooms available at hotels. And sometimes a lot of people reserve them, and so there might not be a room for you, even though they have reserved it, they would have a room, but not an ADA room. So what kind of accommodations will this other room that they may offer your loved one have and the most important thing is accessibility to the shower as well as being able to get on and off the toilet. If you are considering a homestay for your aging relatives or loved ones, have you begun to think through the entry and exits to your home? Which might be the best entrance to use if there are problems with doing steps or with mobility? Is your toilet at the right height for your loved one to get on and off without assistance? If extra bathroom assistance will be needed while they are with you, who is going to be able to help with that? Who will be assigned to that task? 
In addition, you'll need to be thinking through where your loved one will sleep. Is the bed too high or is the bed too low? Are they able to get in and out of a bed that is too high or too low? If the bed that they're going to be sleeping in is in the family room and it is a pullout, will your guests be able to stay up until the party is over? Perhaps considering a different room for the party would be beneficial so that your loved one can get to sleep when they feel tired. Does your home have stairs? Is your loved one going to be sleeping in an upstairs bedroom and using the shower or the toilet upstairs? Have you thought through whether they can navigate the stairs on their own or if they're going to need assistance by a family member just to spot them on the stairs? Is your loved one still able to shower without assistance? If not, and they do need assistance, do you know how much assistance they need? Will you be able to help with that? Toileting, shower assistance, and companion care are usually available through agencies when booked ahead for the holidays. Having your holiday event on a different date than the actual holiday can help make sure that you can get care staff. So perhaps this is a good thing to think through as well. Please bear in mind that most seniors only shower one to two days a week. So if showering is a true concern, then make sure your senior or your aging relative has extra towels and supplies for what one of my clients called a bird bath or a sponge bath that they can use while visiting. Also, having dry shampoo available can really work in a pinch. Adding extra night lights or motion sensor lights to outlets can provide a well-lit path to those bathroom trips at night. And if needed in the bathroom, please provide extra bags for incontinence products and make sure clothes are washed quickly after an incontinent incident to prevent smells and to retain the person's dignity. When you are thinking about what they will need on the overnight, make sure they have assistance with dressing or undressing and gathering what is needed for bed ahead of time so you are not scrambling at the last minute when you have guests in the home. And here is my caregiver tip for today. Caregivers, please do not operate under the assumption that it is all up to you reach out and ask for help. In my experience, families who want to be with their loved ones for the holidays start thinking of these questions long before the day or the trip arrives. They hire transportation or caregivers that can be helpful in meeting their loved one's needs. When my son was in the military and was overseas, I learned that any day that we are together is a holiday. So be flexible. It doesn't always have to be on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or Thanksgiving Day or New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And remember, you only have a short season to go the extra mile and include your loved ones in celebrations of any type. Unfortunately, this season will come to an end 
and you want to do your best while you have the opportunity. To family and friends, if you have never suffered from impaired mobility, vision, hearing, or incontinence, you do not truly understand the anxieties that can accompany a wonderful invitation for a visit. When my mother was with me and desperate to talk to someone beside me, I cannot tell you how often I noticed that she was sitting alone. She couldn't get up and make a plate of food or get a drink or throw her trash away. She couldn't get up to move to a different location without assistance and she couldn't mingle as people do when you talk to one person and then you move away and go to start another conversation. Please consider being available to sit near the person with impaired mobility, even if you're not able to have a long conversation. At least they will not feel all alone. When you do get up to leave, offer to get them something to drink or to eat or to remove the trash or find another family member or person to visit with them or sit with them so that they're not sitting all alone. And it's so wrong to assume that one person can entertain, provide care, and meet everyone's needs at a holiday gathering. Be a good family member or guest and offer to help in any way that you can. Look to see what you can do to be helpful. Take out the trash, help serve someone, or carry their food to the table. Clear a table, load the dishwasher, put away the leftovers, Ask if someone needs a drink. Help the person who needs care with dressing or undressing and gathering what is needed so that they can feel successful and they feel welcome and wanted and their needs are met. If you have started getting that uneasy feeling in your stomach after hearing my let's think ahead to the actual travel and visit list, then I completely understand. Maybe you need to rethink your invitation to join us for the holidays. Instead, maybe you need to plan a short visit that doesn't necessarily need to be on the exact holiday. So let's switch the conversation to, Hi, Mom and Dad, we're planning to come and visit. Here is a shorter list of items to think through that will help your visit go as smooth as possible. Do your mom and dad get confused doing a pickup at the airport? Is their car big enough to get you from the airport or to go on outings with the whole family? Think ahead, rent a car, take an Uber, but don't start the visit with confusion and anxiety and stress over arrivals. Mom and dad might insist that you stay at their home, and in many cases this can work out really well, but remember that extra commotion can be very tiring and very confusing for folks who are aging. Your normal routine might not work with their normal routine. You stay up late and they go to bed early. Extra meals are costly and can be difficult for the aging senior to put together. So give everyone a break and plan to pick up meals or get takeout food. If you have young children, plan to take time to go to outings. Uh, you might choose museums or rec centers or movies 
or other places that are perfect for young people to run, like parks, to get their extra energy out so when they return to visit grandma and grandpa, they can settle down and not be them, their normal selves. As your parents age, it might be best to stay off-site and to make short, meaningful visits to their home. Remember, any visit is better than no visit. Visits are important to those that are aging and to senior family members because you can really get a feel for how things are going with their health or mental status. And it is not unusual for adult children to observe that their parents' needs are starting to change and they need to become educated. Please check out December's premium content on what to observe while visiting aging relatives so that you know how to get the information you need to help them be successful at every stage of life. Thank you for joining me today. Please remember that this podcast is intended as guidance and not advice. Share this podcast with friends and family who are currently in crisis mode or with people who would like to start developing their own roadmap for aging in place. Listeners, if you would like a deeper dive into a topic discussed during a podcast, please subscribe to Aging in Place Strategies and Answers where you will be able to access premium content. Or if you would like to suggest a topic for this podcast, please contact me at lynda.agingstrategies at gmail.com. As always, I value the time you spend with me.